Want to hear about more than Housewives? Visit us on Patreon, where we cover Winter House and whatever else we feel like covering. Visit us at www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod to sign up for exclusive content. Hey, everybody, and welcome to our continuing coverage of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I feel like this is like a, a news segment that we're continuing here. Um, we're going to be joined a little bit later by Robin Dixon from Potomac. So that should be a lot of fun. Hey, Donnie. Hey, Quinn. If Robin, I don't, I'll tell you before I tell her, but if Robin doesn't come with <laughs> embellished hats for us, I'm going to be really pissed. I will be very disappointed if I don't have an embellished hat of my own as well. <laughs> this was like a little fluster for me getting this together because I couldn't find my laptop <laughs> charger and my laptop was going to die. No, you couldn't. So, and you know what? I, I think little... I took it. I think I took it really well. It didn't stress me out at all. Yes, that's true. Normally, that is something <laughs> that would stress you out. Like if things don't go exactly the way you want them to go, you do get stressed out. But um, thank you, d- thank you. I will say, Donnie, for finding my charger and allowing me to be <laughs> able to record today. <laughs> where was it? I mean, I know where it was. I found it, but I want everyone else to hear where it was. It was under the couch. And where was I told you looked? I told you I looked everywhere around the couch. Yes, because the last time you were on your laptop was on the couch. And when you said you couldn't find your charger, I said, check the couch. That's where you were. And you said, I I checked the couch. And then (laughs) I said, did you? Yes, I looked everywhere. (laughs) Not the voice. I'm just working with the voice you give me. Okay, so I looked everywhere around that couch i looked i know that i had to look under the couch i don't know if it disappeared and then it reappeared but i know i looked all around the general area and i could not find it so like i said i'm thanking you for finding it and i know that you tend to find things that i lose often okay so i'm gonna give you your credit for that thank you i accept that and i accept your apology i didn't apologize for anything (laughs) first of all and second of all, yes, you do find stuff for me, but I find stuff for you too because I lose stuff like that, but you like straighten up or like clean up stuff and then you hide stuff by putting it away and then you can't find it yourself. So don't sit there and act like you don't. I don't find stuff for you too. I'm going to insert that mini clip into this when I edit and say, now why am I in it? Because <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> you losing stuff. No, because you're trying to make it seem like I'm just like some big helpless a uh, man child. You lose things less often, but they're more higher stakes. Like you lose your keys, your wallet, your computer charger before we're about to film a podcast. I lose like my <laughs> my shoe or something like because I because I decided to open it, like hold the curtain back with my sneaker or something. So I I am aware that I move things where they shouldn't be, but so I like how you just casually made it seem like it was normal to like use your sneaker to move back a curtain when you could just move the curtain back. But we're going to let that go. We're <laughs> going to let go. You saying that we were videoing a podcast. You record a podcast. Now I have to just latch on to whatever I can to be right. Yeah, because you're the loser. <laughs> I'm just sitting there taking inventory of everything I heard that's wrong. And we Look. just recorded on our Patreon earlier this week about not having to be the one in the right. And I thought we had both agreed that that is a good thing, but 
yet here we are <laughs> both, both still refusing to be wrong. So it's good to see that no progress has been made. <laughs> I, I can't, I don't agree with that. So <laughs> well, you're wrong. That's, that's the end of that. <laughs> and now we have our guest of the hour. We have Robin Dixon, the one and only here. It's great to see you, Robin. Thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Thank you. Hey. It's my pleasure. It was a little shaky here because we I lost my laptop charger before you got here. Luckily, Donnie found it. Oh, my gosh. He loses everything, Robin. <laughs> See, And I'm always the one to find okay. it. <laughs> Everybody it has that in their relationship. Are you the finder or the loser in your relationship with Juan? Mm, I'm the finder. I'm usually like... I don't really lose stuff a lot. And then I'm usually the one that, to like say, okay, well, where were you? Let's like, like, let's, you know, plot, plot out the steps. where have you been? Have you, looked, have you looked everywhere? Have you done that? Yeah. So I'm usually the, the more responsible one. He loses his wallet keys hmm. like all the time. This like, is very triggering Robin because, because oh that is Quinn is the one here. Yeah. <laughs> I literally lost my wallet and my keys in like the last month. But okay. Find them? This we <laughs> somebody did. did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were found. <laughs> and we have a New York apartment. It's not like we have a lot of space here. So right. <laughs> it could be like in your pocket from yesterday or something. Yeah. Or like in a jacket. It's always something like that. But yeah, yeah. don't give Donnie any more ammo to come in because he definitely <laughs> will. <laughs> so before we get started, because we learned on this by watching the Ultimate Girls Trip, a lot of housewives know each other across franchises. So I'm wondering, who do you know that's currently in the house now? Kenya and Cynthia. Um, mm-hmm. They're both. I love them both. Um, Kenya and Cynthia. And... Okay, as far as the rest, I really only met them at Andy's baby shower. So Okay. You're acquainted with them. Right, right. Met Teresa, Kyle. Who else? Okay. Melissa was not there, so I've never met Melissa. Oh, okay. Um, then what do you Ramona. have? Ramona and Luann. Yeah. Um, I don't remember interacting with either one of them <laughs> at Andy's baby shower. I came, I, I, in passing met Ramona at Watch What Happens Live. She probably didn't know me from a can of paint, but I still, you know, chose to introduce myself. That was nice of you. Ramona doesn't know anybody. (laughs) Yeah. But I I was just like, I'm just going to introduce myself, make it very clear who I am, that where I'm from, you know, and just keep moving. So. (laughs) She probably would still call you Giselle. Exactly. Or Kenya. Green eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I think that's really cool because I feel like we're getting this like Avengers type crossover event, learning like how you guys know each other, which is a nice aspect for us who watch yeah. the show to see. Uh, so primarily a viewer at this point. <laughs> so you, we start off the episode because I want to talk about the, um, some of the stuff that happens in the episode with um, Cynthia being upset because the previous episode she had her Bailey cue and she's upset um, about her reading game that Kyle had a problem with because it was, you know, talking about women's uh, physical qualities. And then Kenya was also like an hour late, (laughs) which I mean, it's Kenya. I mean, I'm not surprised by that, but we opened up with Cynthia being really angry about this. Like I felt like she was a bit more angry than she should have been at Kyle. Maybe not Kenya, because that is kind of rude. Yeah, like I I totally understood where Kyle was coming from. I don't, Mm -hmm. I felt like if the game was supposed to be shady, then the like, 
like saying like who's the prettiest that's not really like a shady no. like yeah i don't know that's it's that's more of like that that felt very high school and juvenile to me like yeah. so i probably would be like eh, i don't really like that question but before that dinner i could even sense that cynthia was a little um there was a little something going on with cynthia and kenya so i feel like at that point anything that Kenya did was going to be like magnified in Cynthia's mind because it already felt weird mm-hmm. between them. And it's funny, like later in the episode when Kenya says like, you know, I think Cynthia's used to me being the one on the outs with everyone. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was some sort of subconscious thing where Cynthia seeing Kenya, like she, she's seeing a different Kenya, a more like free and relaxed Kenya. Who's like, you know, trying to get along with people. And and I think Cynthia maybe was taken aback. She probably was used to seeing her friend in the opposite position. So yeah, I I, I think she was, yeah. I mean, I definitely think she was doing a little too much. I could see being annoyed that Kenya was late, especially if Kenya didn't like apologize. She got food for herself. But yeah, like that was a little like selfish and self-centered. Um, but to be kind of like, I don't know. I just felt like whatever Kenya did, it was going to be bad in Cynthia's mind. Absolutely. And the night of, I understood, but she Cynthia lost me the next day when Kenya was going through the divorce stuff and then Cynthia couldn't put it aside. Like, it was just macaroni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, okay, you know your friend. Like, I, we've, we've seen Kenya before, like, fend for herself and get her own food, right? Whatever that last thing was. Right. They they were at that. The crab cake, yes. Yes. Crab game. Yeah, you know your friends. So, you know, I feel like when you know who, who, who people are and how they act and stuff, you shouldn't be um, so offended when they do something that they've done before. Right. So, That's on brand. Yeah, but maybe she was like, okay, well, we're supposed to be really close friends. Like, why are you doing that? to me mm-hmm. versus someone else. But I, I definitely felt like Cynthia was holding on to, to it for a little too tightly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just, it just came across in her face and her energy and her demeanor. Like you could really feel it. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. And then it's, it's true. Like what you said about like being able to expect it. Cause that's what we see from Luann and Ramona. Luann's kind of like, Oh, that's just Ramona. Exactly. But now we're getting like to see more of it where we're looking at Luann like a battered wife almost like this is what you put up with like this is because this is extreme like what Ramona does is extreme that's like big time violating right stuff but I feel like if you if that's if if that's Ramona and that's and I'm just curious like what are Ramona's good qualities I'm trying to like (laughs) I don't you know like because I don't I don't watch New York I don't I'm not very familiar with her or her dynamic in the group but I am curious, like, what are her good qualities? Because it just seems like everyone is just always complaining about. Robin, if you watched New York, you would still be asking that question because I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. right. But there's times like in this what was, what episode was that where she was talking to Kyle about her body image? The first Ramona episode. has these like windows of like being really caring and really like compassionate and kind of insightful. It don't last long. Right. If you blink, you'll miss it. Right. But she does that sometimes. Right. And she has like these moments when she was like helping Sonia like figure out her business and she was like doing mm. mental math and like figuring out how to like do this stuff for her. And it's like, oh, so like you are a smart businesswoman. You have these qualities, but she's like so, I don't know, like old school privilege. Like I don't even know. 
Yeah, I think it's, it's to me, from what I'm saying, it's a combination. Definitely. She's like a little out of touch. She's also very like scatterbrained. Like she's, <laughs> yes. she doesn't, she doesn't, she can't like stay on one thing for long enough. And in turn, it also makes her very like self-absorbed, you know? So yes, 100%. I don't, that's, that's just from what I'm seeing from just these first three episodes. So I'm just wondering, like, I'm just curious, like someone who is close with her and considers her a good friend, like, what do they see in her? Like, how, what does she bring to the friendship? And I, yeah. yeah, it's like having a pet cat. Like, it's <laughs> it's self-centered. Sometimes it's loving and it's there, but it's mostly just there for itself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but you love it anyway. I also think New York is different. Like, in Potomac, we can see where there are these real friendships. But in New York, at the beginning of every season, they always talk about how they haven't seen each other since the last reunion. Like, it's very clear these women do not hang out when the cameras are off. (laughs) Well, I mean, but I feel like, I don't know. It's still, okay. For her to be on a show that long, she has to be, she has to get along with the group. Like, you know what I mean? You can't, she can't yeah. be one note all the time for so many years. So yeah. it's just, it's like, what else? Like, there's got to be something. Else. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. But somehow she's managed to stay on that show that long because she's like the old, the most OG yeah. there. Yeah. Because yeah, even more than Teresa. So like, she's, yeah. 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 I mean, maybe because she's just so quirky. I don't know. Maybe. Like, she's, because it's like, quirky. It's, that's yeah. a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she gives people stuff to react. Yeah. Okay. So I do want to put this out here because this happened this episode. Potato salad for breakfast. Do we understand that? No. I don't understand. Why was that even out? Who did that? I, I don't get it. And Cynthia seemed like offended when she didn't when Kenny didn't want it for breakfast. I'm like, who does? She didn't want the potato salad. I know. Like, why was it just? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, who put that out there? Like, as an option for breakfast like, <laughs> at the breakfast bar, right? <laughs> I don't even want potato salad for lunch, dinner. No, I don't want it, period. So, like... I don't like it either, but... but Like, ooh, that might ruin my day. I can't do that to my stomach that early in the morning. I would not do that to my stomach. I'm not going to eat anything heavily mayonnaise-based as soon as I wake up. (laughs) That's just not a good idea. And apparently, well, Ken, you said it wasn't even that good, right? (laughs) She she did say that. Yeah. And oh, there's no. a whole staff cooking. So that means what Cynthia made that herself because it was like she said that she should have left her potato salad. Yeah, she made it for the Bailey Q. She, I guess that's her specialty. I don't know, yeah. but for breakfast, no. That's <laughs> that's a pretty big that's a pretty big thing to like have as a specialty too. Like if you go to like some kind of black family thing, like the person who makes the potato salad, I don't eat it, but I know it's a big responsibility. Also, like the collard greens. So I give my Cynthia did it. It it better be good (laughs) because you will hear about it if it is not. And you will not be making it the next year. (laughs) So while they're sitting there talking, we have Luann bring a bolo, which is probably one of my favorite moments of the episode. (laughs) And I was I knew exactly what video she was talking about because I did watch it and I couldn't figure out what fruit that was. So I'm glad she said it was a cantaloupe. Where do I find this video? (laughs) I'll send it to you. <laughs> oh, I'm right, the cantaloupe exploded. Like what? Exploded. <laughs> I love right. I love how she was though. So Donnie's the one to ask. Found 
she hunted Bolo down herself. Yeah. So. <laughs> it turned on Teresa and Melissa's mouth dropped open, which was hilarious to me. <laughs> she was shocked. Well, when good for Teresa. It seems like she's like really, you know, enjoying her life right now. She so. really is. She's it's great. It's great to see her doing all this. And like I said before in a previous recording, seeing her like she lived her whole life. And we all watched. So it's like, it's kind of like we're all winning. If she's winning, we're all winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I like that. That's beautiful. I mean, she's definitely, I think, out of all the housewives, all the franchises, we've seen, you know, so much evolution in her story. Like, mm-hmm. so many ups and downs. So it's really cool to see her just, like, happy. So when It was a long time coming, yeah. Network. So later we have Kyle and Kenya compare notes about Cynthia being angry. And then Kenya reveals that Cynthia is jealous of her relationship with Melissa. Mm-hmm. Now, I I feel like that's a little betrayal of friendship to like, I don't think it's right to like tell that your friend is like having a weak moment like that. Right. I get why she did it, but I wouldn't have done that. Right. I, you know? I, I agree. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, definitely it feels like when you're watching, it just feels like, what we're seeing between Kenya and Cynthia is like, like it's, I'm almost like, no, stop. Like, don't yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, no, we're, this is we're going not bad. Good. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, so, so I'm hope, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite curious to see where this goes. Did did I read somewhere that they're like, un, they unfollowed each other or is that. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Okay. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. But but I'm just, it, I am kind of like, oh my gosh, y'all got to pull it back. Because as friends, you know, that is something like you don't want to throw the other one under the bus, especially mm-hmm. for people that you don't really know that well. And for I people agree. that, you know, they're just going to be, I don't want to say surface friends for the most part, yeah. but like, you know, Kenya and Cynthia have history. They live in the same city, you know, so I would hate for them to throw their relationship away and start throwing each other under the bus for people that they're not going to interact with that much. Right. Absolutely. And I think Kenya already felt not betrayed, but I feel like Kenya already felt like Cynthia was the one in the wrong here. And that's why she was okay telling Melissa how she felt. I guess so. But it's just like, if you feel like your friend is like, kind of like feeling insecure about something or whatever. Like you just, you don't want to like bring a magnifying glass to it in front no. of strangers. Right. Like right. Just, That's the part I, I didn't like. Yeah. But I, I feel like almost it, it might not have been hard for the other ladies to pick up on either. Cause I don't know. I just was getting like a weird vibe from Cynthia. Like, you know, in that moment when mm-hmm. she, Kenya and Melissa were like taking the pictures, like you, I could just see like, okay, Cynthia is not feeling this at all. So Mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe the other ladies picked up on it, but you just, you definitely don't want to throw your friend under the bus. No. I think like I would have personally been like, hey, you don't have to worry about that. We still cool. Before I went and said, okay, I told her we cool, but she don't believe it. She jealous of me and you. I think that's just the step that was missed. Right. For to be to kind of like reassure her, like you right. know, we cool, you know, we whatever. <laughs> but on the other hand, Cynthia was talking about her to the other ladies, right? But she did say, was there an instance? I guess she did say, like, oh, me and Kenya will talk about it or something. Yeah, she didn't like go into detail. So. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that Cynthia was doing fine. Like she was getting cool with Kyle, and like she's been with right. Teresa. Like I'm like. Just go and do your thing with them the same way, you know. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I didn't feel like Cynthia was not making friends. I yeah, felt, exactly. You know, she was making friends. They were all getting along. and But I did sense, I did see where it felt like Cynthia maybe felt a certain type of way about how close Kenya was getting with 
the other folks. Do you think it's triggering because her and Nini had the fallout because Nini got close to the wrong people? And now Cynthia is seeing like she Cynthia knows what Kenya is capable of as like a cast member. So if Kenya starts to drift away from her, I wonder if she thinks that energy could be channeled to her. I mean, I hope not, because this scenario is like this is more of like a carefree. Yes. Fun, you know, bond over just being housewives situation. So I don't, I really don't think it's the same, you know, where I think, you know, on Atlanta, there was more just like a lot of bickering and a lot of, you know, just people for whatever reason, you know, people become manipulative and strategic on all of the shows. So I don't think, I think in this situation, this is the one time when you can say, you know what, everyone here, we're all here to have fun, to get to know each other. There's no reason to you know question anyone's intentions mm-hmm. so. the stakes are pretty low yeah, yeah. Uh, another interesting thing that happened was we had a conversation between Teresa and Melissa where they disagree about how Melissa was brought onto the show and Teresa claims that Melissa kept messaging Andy asking him to put her on the show Melissa says that's not true but then we do see how the show has affected their relationship as a family for good and for bad so right. I don't really know who to believe <laughs> I know. In this scenario. I, I, I actually believe both of them. Yeah. I believe Teresa probably, I mean, I'm not Teresa, Melissa probably reached out to someone first and said, Hey, I'm Teresa's sister in law. You know, I love to be on the show. I see right. it's all about family. Well, you know, I'm over here. And then they probably said, Oh, great. You know, let's talk to you. Let's interview you. Let's mm-hmm. go down this road. So I kind of think it probably went both ways. But I do believe mm-hmm. that. You know, this probably has actually made them closer or made them just, you know, interact more. Because like mm-hmm. I guess one of them said, like, without the show, they probably really wouldn't have interacted that much. And, and yeah. you know, while a lot of people think the show tears marriages and families apart, I think it also brings them together because mm-hmm. you're kind of forced to confront whatever your issues are. You know, you can't run away from your problems. And so I actually think the show probably has really been good for their family in the long run. And we've seen their relationship evolve. Get better. From early on when they were always yelling and fighting and stuff. And now it does feel like more like a a true, you know, sister-in-law relationship. You know, they're not going to be best of friends. Right. They're going to, you know, love each other because they have a common person in their life, which is, you know, Joe, the brother and the, yeah. and the nieces and nephews and stuff. So that's the best you can hope for. You know, I'm not going to be best friends with your sister, Donnie. I'm, <laughs> that's not going to happen, but you know, right. <laughs> I'm civil at holidays and stuff. Yeah. And for them, it's like they could have just kept it real surface and just seen each other on holidays, but because they are filming a show together, right. they see each other quite a bit and they have a lot you know, a lot, you know, they're very interconnected. And mm-hmm. that, I think that's a good thing. I think so too. And Teresa even said later, she said like, it doesn't matter. You have your version of the story. I have mine. That doesn't matter. We're in each other's lives now. And I, I do think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah, for sure. It's like, okay, let's just agree to disagree on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're not, you know, they, neither one is letting the other one win on that. <laughs> right. you know. There's no reason. Yeah, Teresa was like, no, I don't want them on the show because she probably thought like it's going to, you know, initially probably thought like this is going to hurt even hurt our family even more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the long run, I, I think it was a good thing. It did kind of get bad and then it got better. Yeah. So that's good. So I love Luann flirting with this married, this married concierge. Now, I don't know if his wife doesn't watch TV or on the TV <laughs> or 
what I do feel like Michael the Concierge has done a lot of questionable things <laughs> for a married man to do in a house full of rich and good looking women. Yes. <laughs> we also went on the pod who said that they believe that Luann probably has done more with the concierge and has let on. Mm. I'm not going to say I don't agree, but I do find it like as the episodes progress, I do find it to be like maybe a little something. <laughs> well, his mother is there, for God's sake. It's, it's true. Yeah, she's like the, the head of housekeeping people. or something. Yeah, oh, it's just, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, he definitely is quite friendly. Um, <laughs> but I would think like, okay, he knows like, okay, my wife is going to watch this. So let me just, you know, not do too much. Right. Or so yeah. I think, you know, maybe his wife and then that maybe as in that role, he's got to make the guests, you know, comfortable and happy. And that probably involves making That's them true. feel good about themselves by flirting. You're right. right? He's also European. And European marriages are a bit more free. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> know. I guess we have to keep watching that one. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely will. Because <laughs> I think that's hilarious. So then we had Kyle's night where she books a psychic, which is really Beverly Hills style. We love when they get the psychics. And Melissa compliments the psychic by telling her she looks <laughs> like Corella DeVille. That's not a compliment, right? No. <laughs> Right. So it was so funny. Um, I called, I told Karen she looked like Cruella DeVille in Portugal. And you know, I looked like a, a street walker or something. I don't know what the hell she said. But like, yeah, that's not something that. That's not a compliment. Yeah, I, I wasn't complimenting Karen. I mean, you know what? It's weird. It's like, it, I was being like shady, funny, but it was like, I, I get where Melissa was going. Like, when she saw her, she thought of Cruella DeVille just because of like the hair color, yeah, the eyeshadow, whatever, yeah, whatever she had on. So whatever she had on. I get that, but I feel like she probably forgot that Cruella <laughs> DeVille was like a nasty villain, you know? <laughs> yeah, save it for the oh, confessional. She... Don't tell this woman at the table. Right. And it was funny. It's like, I can say that to Karen because, like, I, I know Karen yeah. very well and we kind of go at each other all the time, but like, this woman's a straight up stranger. You ever heard of her? She didn't say Cruella DeVille. Like, if I'm her, I'm like, nah, bitch, I'm giving you a horrible reading. Like, <laughs> a horrible reading. I'm going to tell you, didn't she tell her she was like a, a princess or something? No, bitch, you were, you were freaking like Big Bird or something. Like, I'm not. <laughs> the best, like, it's funny because the woman looked like, first of all, she looked like she took like a pull from a flask before and after the reading like as soon as she was done it's like she was like like i don't see her doing that that woman was like on another level but it's she did say that melissa was a princess she said everybody there was royalty yeah and she said that kenya and kyle were men in previous um lives i thought it was just kyle she said that she was a boy like a boy prince or whatever right right so we want to ask you who in Potomac do you would believe was a man in a previous life? <laughs> um, geez, let's see. Who we, uh, I'm not, you know what? I'm not going there. <laughs> you don't have to. That's what have to. Quinn just, said. Quinn said, "Is this question too much?" I said, "We'll ask and see how she wants to answer. If she doesn't want to answer, we'll move on." <laughs> I'm not going there. Okay. I, couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. I had to ask. I had to ask. Oh, man. That's oh, hilarious. Man. That reading was some bullshit. 
Yes. It was some bullshit. Straight bullshit. Like I thought we were going to hear about like, oh, you're an Aries, and this means that you're, you know, this is your personality, and this is why you do this. Like shit, talking about it. like I don't want to know what I was in my past. Like, what is that going to do for me? <laughs> right. And when she they have psych- right when they have psychics on these shows, I'm always a little skeptical anyway because you can Google any of these women and see like that whatever they don't speak right. to their father or they had a bad marriage. So I'm I never fully believe it, but this was truly she just pulled it out of her ass. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was random. It was, there was nothing where anyone was like, "Oh yes, you're right. That sounds crazy." <laughs> like you know, I did a reading yeah. um, season three, and this guy like literally he. It, he also like what what you didn't see like he was literally like talking about my grandmother like mm. stuff you would not know right. from watching mm-hmm. the show like talking about my dad so um he was legit but like what she put out there i was like that like like literally she could have just made any of that up and it still had no impact on their lives whatsoever <laughs> not yeah see my sister does that my sister like does tarot readings and stuff and she's really good like scary really? good oh, wow. Th- like that's not what we saw here i was like this is just this is just make-believe you just wanted to tell these women something nice i could do that yeah. give, me that, give me whatever check you got right. and i'll just right. tell everybody the realty you were cinderella in a past life great right Exactly. That was weird. So we we in that night with them talking about beauty pageants and Cynthia constantly being talked over by Kenya, which is also not a great sign. And it was very difficult to watch. One thing I can't stand more than anything is being interrupted all the time or mm-hmm. like talked over or people. It's rude. That yeah, when you're in a group setting, people that always feel the need to talk over everyone, and like I, I felt Cynthia's frustration, but in and it yeah. also felt that I don't know at that time it just felt Kenya was being so dismissive of Cynthia. I don't know that that energy is still off. It's like, damn, yeah. like don't do that, girl. Like it's like I just like stop, don't do it, don't go. Like, there. Hug it out. Yeah, don't let yeah. This happen. Yeah, because I like them together as friends, and I it was like, oh, don't do that, don't, yeah. don't Kenya Cynthia, don't. And do it's the a Kenya shame thing. because the trip is only four more days, and then Cynthia's not coming back. So, like, if this is our collective right. last experience of them as friends, that's going to be sad. That's yeah, that's what we're left with for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I hope they so wrap it up. That goes because that was like so. It was so rude, and like I was frustrated for Kenya. I was yeah. just like, I mean. So Cynthia took it like a champ. So that brings us to the end of the episode. And now we have some questions for you. One is we were wondering what franchise do you feel you would fit into if you were not in Potomac? Wow. Okay. So I wish I were rich enough to be in Beverly Hills. Yeah, we all. <laughs> yeah, right. I I mean, I've always, you know, there's like certain franchises that like I'll watch like every episode and then there's other ones where I'll like catch an episode here or yeah. there. And I always yeah. tell myself like keeping up with Beverly Hills. And so, um, you know. It's entertaining. Huh? It's entertaining. Yeah. yeah, it's entertaining and it's beautiful and, you know, their things are beautiful. Uh-huh. And so, so yeah, I would, I would like that. I also actually really kind of, I like I love the family dynamic in New Jersey, um, especially like old school New Jersey, mm-hmm. particularly because I don't have a big family. And so it's like, you know, all that family drama that people are like, oh, my gosh, it's too much. I'm like, 
bring it on. I want to be like <laughs> arguing with somebody every every Christmas. Like I need that, you know. Oh, be careful what you wish for. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> I, mean, no, I don't have it. So yeah. you know. Well, we can call you up on Christmas and fight with you. <laughs> you'll have you have two sons. Eventually, you'll have in law, daughter in laws, and whatever. Know. So, no, if they only have two kids, you know, it's just like I don't know. My little family, everyone just had, had like two kids in my family. Mm-hmm. So, mm. I want someone to have like eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. People don't do that anymore, Robin. <laughs> people don't have time for eight kids anymore. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's. No, no, no. no That's but yeah. So, so I would say Beverly Hills and New Jersey. I can okay. see it. I can see. I can see you in Beverly Hills, though. I really could. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I think Potomac is where you should be. We we call Potomac the crown jewel of the franchise. So, <laughs> you're in the good place. Wow, oh, yeah. the crown jewel. <laughs> the crown jewel. We they started, can't miss. We were, like, we were the little engine that could. I know. And we were, <laughs> listen, price. we were riding that chain from the beginning. We always oh, knew. From the we beginning. Knew. From awesome. Katie Ross. Yeah. The whole way through. Like, <laughs> yeah. literally, the reason we're doing this podcast, your franchise was the first one that I watched. Really? And that got me into all of the other ones. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And look oh. at us now. <laughs> look at us now. Yes, it's fun. <laughs> It's fun. it's fun. It's definitely yeah. fun to see the evolution of our show. So yes. I, I appreciate you all from for being on board from the beginning. Of course. Oh yeah, from the very beginning. So the last question is: if, Who would you want to do an ultimate girls trip with? What housewives do you think would be a good fit? Mm, okay. So do you want me to like pick one from each? You can pick franchise? like one from every franchise. So let's see. Like I said, I don't really know New York that well, but I would say Sonia. Okay. Oh, yeah. What I see about her, like, she's just, like, a mess. Um, A fun mess. Yes, a fun mess. Yes. New Jersey. So who's left from Jersey outside of Melissa Teresa? Um, Dolores. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think Dolores is super cool. Atlanta, I would say, like, let's just bring NeNe Leaks. I mean... I would just be entertained. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what else you going to say? You know? So yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. Let's see. Salt Lake City. Lord. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I guess I'm just trying to like, for entertainment value, let's get Jen Shaw before she goes there. That would be great. <laughs> well, you won't be able to go to an island then because I don't think she's allowed to leave the country. So you'll be oh. filming in, <laughs> you'll be she's filming in New risk. Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know, my we could find some Malibu, one of those really nice <laughs> California places something. in America. Yes, yeah, we'll make it work. It's okay, fine. We'll make it work. what else we got? Oh, Beverly Hills, Erica. Oh, Erica wow, Jirachi. Erica Jane. Oh, you yeah. bring it all the drama. All I, the drama. <laughs> I, I like Erica, like, I, I really do. So, Erica, all right, so we got Erica, all right, we got Beverly Hills. Oh, uh, yeah. see if you feel like it. If not, this is a great cast as it is. What was it? It's true, Orange County. Oh, Orange County. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Listen, I tried to give you an out, Robin, but <laughs> Dallas is over. So yeah, so this right. cast is great. Yeah, yeah, and bring and and then Giselle, like me and Giselle, of course, all of those course people Giselle. and whoever they want to bring, and we good. <laughs> yeah, party. Oh my god, that would be must see TV for me. Yeah. I would. Oh, I would be there. I would miss. That would be I mean, I was, wherever if 
if I'm ever, you know, invited, I'm going to make sure I have a good time. I don't care. I don't care who it is. Right. We're going to laugh. Love, I know that's right. Fun and act a fool. So. I mean, why not? Like, you know, it's a great opportunity. Why not? Exactly. exactly. People exactly. would love to do that. You, mm-hmm. Y'all get to do what we would love to do. It's a right. paid vacation. <laughs> it is. Not, I mean, that. You work, but it's a paid vacation. Right. Where these ladies are, it's so beautiful. Like, oh my gosh, that, that place is amazing. So, yes, they better get everything out of it that they can. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I didn't, I'm right. sorry, I'm not talking about episode three, but episode two, I did not blame Ramona for playing tennis by herself because. <laughs> <laughs> if she's like a serious tennis player, like who wants to play with people who like who don't really play? Yeah, like that's not gonna help her. So I didn't, I wasn't mad at her for that. Oh, I forgot, I forgot that Robin's an athlete. Yes, <laughs> I forgot. They were, they were getting on my nerves at volleyball. Uh-huh. Like, I shouldn't play volleyball. I was like, I would be so annoyed. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not an athlete, but that's why I don't play volleyball. Like. They annoyed me, even though I would right. play the way they played, because there's a reason I don't partake in that. <laughs> right. But of course, you know, they're playing volleyball because they, you know, the, the producers want you all to see how horrible they right. are. Right. And we're thankful for that because Ramona was trying to win. OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming and talking to us. We had a great time. Yes. Thank you. It's been fun. I do want to say Potomac is the reason for no that. Is the reason why I even decided to watch Housewives. So, in part, everybody, you have Robin Dixon and Co. to thank for the fact that we are even doing this right now. Know that. <laughs> thank you all very much for listening. Thank you for listening to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. If you'd like to support the show, be sure to visit www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at knowthatpod. You can follow me, Donnie, on Instagram at Donnie Hadfield Smith. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Quinn Lamar. Continue to listen and support for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Thank you for listening to Truly Anything with Donnie Hadfield Smith. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so that others can find me as well. If you'd like to support the show, visit buymeacoffee.com slash trulyanything. If you decided that a podcast just isn't enough, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RealDonnyWood. I'm just as chaotic on social media as I am here. I promise. I'm Donnie Hatfield-Smith, and this has been Truly Anything.